super kind of super whatever the infernal thing is. This is the supercalifragilisticawesome Disney podcast, where each week we discuss, you guessed it, Disney. Things you know, things you don't know, and things you didn't know you needed to know. Well, as Walt would say, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I can do this. Okay. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, mantengase alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard, Disney fam. Welcome aboard, Disney family indeed. We are so happy that you are going to join us on this week's show. We are on the road this week, so we are going to crack open our own version of the Disney Vault to revisit a previous episode that we know you'll enjoy. So when I was a kid, nothing scared me more than the Old Witch and the Snow White Scary Adventure Ride. Haunted Mansion, hey, I'm in. No problem. Snow White, no thank you, sir. That thing was scary. In this episode, originally recorded back on November the 1st, 2020, we found out exactly why. We also learned why they had to change the ride up because college kids on grad night were messing it up for everybody. Then, Kelly's going to reintroduce us to an absolute must-do staple on every trip we take to Walt Disney World. A meal at the Earl of Sandwich at Disney Springs. It's like a siren call that just pulls us in. We can't stop it. At the time of this recording, I was a die-hard original 1762 sandwich regular. That's what I got all the time, folks. It's just roast beef, cheese, and horseradish on one of their amazing buns. It is so delicious. But as we tease in this episode, I did eventually try the holiday turkey sandwich. In fact, I tried them both on our last visit, and I think I'm actually leaning towards holiday turkey being my new favorite. Anyway, folks, we hope you'll enjoy this throwback episode. All right, so I'm doing a little something weird for this little Halloweeny, but it's and and it's kind of funny for Tomorrowland because I've actually done this ride before. Wait, you're doing something this Halloweeny? After we spent an entire month with me being spooky and you going in a complete this opposite not, direction. You're, you're, you're going to say, oh, that's not really Halloween. So it's not really that Halloweeny. But the only reason I brought, I, I'm talking about it now is because this is something that actually made an impression on me when I was little because it scared the crap out of me. Okay. Right. Let's hear it, Russell. And, I, and I've, I've <laughs> ridden this ride. Although I've, the reason it's in Tomorrowland is because the only way I get to ride it again is if I go to Disneyland and ride it because mm-hmm. it's not it's no longer at the Magic Kingdom. So okay. I'm looking forward to one day getting to ride this ride again okay. at Disneyland. There's another ride there too that may be a future Tomorrowland also that okay. used to be at Magic Kingdom that's still open there. Okay, the suspense is killing me. <laughs> Snow White Scary Adventures. <laughs> you ever ridden it? <laughs> This scared the crap out of you as a child. Oh my gosh, man! I can still I know the very moment that I um, that I peed a little. No, yeah. really? How old were you? I was little. I mean, I was I ten. Mean, <laughs> 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 All right, I was fifteen, but <laughs> no, I was I was probably five or six. Okay. All right. Well, tell us yeah. about it. So wait, so they moved the whole ride to Disneyland? No, no, no. This thing has been at Disneyland since the day Disneyland opened. This this thing is. 65 oh, but it used to be at it, it used to be at Magic, Magic Kingdom, Kingdom, and they just closed. And they it. closed it down. And so, why did they close it? Is this part? There, of your, it's where uh, part Princess of your bit? Fairytale Hall is now. 
Oh, they closed it because nobody was riding it and they had something better. I don't think so. I think that's that, why they close rides. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and make some enemies here too, but it's why they ought to close the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah, you made one enemy. <laughs> you certainly made one enemy for sure. The Country Bear Jamboree is in need of a massive overhaul. And every time we've gone in there, it's me and you and maybe one other person. That's not true. So it's totally true. It's not true. It is true. You better get off the country bears. Nobody's man. going to the country bear jamboree. Lock it up. <laughs> we'll talk about the country. We'll, we'll talk. This conversation is oh, not no. over though. Oh, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, so the snow white, I thought you'd love this because snow never gets any credit or any appearances. Or well, exactly. And that's why they closed her ride down. So this Snow is, just, is this the is most um, underseen princess, I believe, out there. Maybe so. It's just a slow ride, dark ride. It's on a, you know, it's old-fashioned tracks. It's not like the new slick, um, you know, trackless rides okay. inside. This is definitely on a track. It uses some old, you know, technology. Door, doors obviously opening in front of okay. you and everything. Um, it was really originally called Snow White and Her Adventures. Um, but they've changed the names of these things over and over again. There's a version at Disneyland or Tokyo Disneyland and in Paris of these. Really? Yep. Yep. And so for years, guests would wonder what, so they would wonder why they, they never saw snow in the ride. And you would, of course, say it was because they hate Snow White. But the idea for this ride was originally that you're Snow White and everything that you're experiencing is happening to you as Snow White in the ride. Oh my goodness. That's right. complete symbolic annihilation of Snow White. Oh my gosh. I mean, she gets no credit in the parks. <laughs> She's hardly ever in like you buy a her... princess pack of little of people or whatever. Snow is hardly ever in there. We're seeing it's very her much difficult more to find snow paraphernalia. It is. You're and so right. then on her very own ride, they say, you know what? Let's not actually include snow. But wait, in 1983, <laughs> Disneyland overhauled all of Fantasyland. And with that, they overhauled a lot of the rides so that the rides would then include the characters that, that those rides were about. So now you can see her once in the ride. So the implication there is that there were other rides that didn't include characters that the ride was about. Mm-hmm. Do you have an example? I don't. Exactly. I'm willing to bet it's only Snow. <laughs> She's the only one. <laughs> well, now you can see her once. Oh, for the love. The outer facade it currently looks like Evil Queen's Castle. And so, like, there's no reason to really see Snow in the, in, like, in the outer facade at all. Although they say that there's a window upstairs where every if you sit and watch, you'll see the evil queen tilt the curtains back and look out at you. Huh. Yep. It was set to close on January 6th this year, not for pandemic, but to have another major overhaul. Yeah, probably. Did. And, uh, and so I bet they put two snows in there. They might, uh, the magic kingdom version was very similar. It's supposed to make guests feel like they were snow white, they overhauled it in 1994. Get this to make it less scary. That's the one I wrote. Well, I mean, I got to tell you the uh, that other one, the Lilo and Stitch ride in Tomorrowland, scared the crap out of me. Oh, <laughs> there are some scary things at Disney. Well, I mean, 
It was even scarier before okay. that. Okay, so snow's So the, the whole idea, this is a mine car ride. So in all of the versions of this, right, but it's on a slow track. You're in a mine car. All the versions of this have um, the same sort of scenes there and themes, okay? There are, there's usually a scene in the dwarf's cottage. There's usually a scene in the dark forest. There's usually a scene or two in the evil queen's castle or dungeon, Usually something in a, in the mine shaft, like we're all the diamond mine, right? Mm. And there, so there's usually all those themes, okay? Depending on which one you're going through, they may switch up the order that they're in. And some of the technology is a little bit different. Okay. The 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 witch, like the when she turns into a hag, she's much scarier. She was designed much scarier in the one in Magic Kingdom because it was built so much later than the one in Disneyland. Is that what scared you? The hag. There's a scene in all of them where you're you're you ride up to a cauldron and she's standing in front of the cauldron. You can see her reflection in the mirror on the other side of the cauldron. The hag. She's the evil queen. Okay. And then right as you get up to her, she flips around and she's turned into the hag. Like right in front of your eyes. And that's when I peed a little bit. <laughs> and so the other the other theme here is that you then so then you see the the old hag a lot throughout the ride, the rest of the ride, whether you're going through the forest or a dungeon or even the dwarf's cottage or whatever. The idea is she's constantly trying to hand you the poison apple. Okay. And eventually she gives up on that and just tries to straight up murder you. Yeah. By, by the one in Disneyland, she tries to drop a boulder on your head. Wow. The one in the Magic Kingdom, according to the Imagineers, she does kill you. She, You're in a diamond mine in the last scene, and she's trying to drop a big, huge like jewel on your head. And the very next scene is... You go into a pitch dark room where it's all these flashing strobes and you hear her evil laughter like, yes, I just killed them. So the point is to show that the witch tried to kill Snow outside of just the apple situation. Yeah. Like eventually Snow had been escaping this witch for a long time. I guess. Or at least in this in this ride. I mean, eventually Snow did eat the apple and fell into a deep sleep and had to be. You know, she didn't die. No, she got I mean, woke up sheesh. by True Love's Kiss, right? Mm. That's what um, happens. I would just say I'm glad at Magic Kingdom then that they went with the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train instead of some kind of a scary situation. But don't you think now that it's interesting they didn't call it Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Sure. But it was never her mine or her mine train. But, it was always their mind. But Snow at least is in there, right? She's dancing. She is in, in the, there. In She's the in the cottage. Yeah. But I'm just saying, again, symbolic annihilation, Snow is not even her name. <laughs> What's her name? She's not. She, her name is not in the ride. No, it's not. Right? So you took away the ride that had her name, and now you've replaced oh, it right. with a ride that's all about the dwarves. There is an actual Snow in that ride, but the ride is completely about the dwarves. Let's make the ride about seven little men and take out the entire star. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm feeling it tonight. I see. Edna Mode is feeling it. They had to change the one and they had to stop letting the witch give out an apple on the ride in Disneyland. Because on grad night, when all the kids would come to the park, they'd literally take that apple out of her hand and they'd have to keep replacing the apple. 
So the witch would turn around, she'd be like this, and some kid would snatch the apple. (laughs) I mean, that seems like a a problem that super glue could solve. (laughs) Well, they they solved it with with like uh, mirrors to create an image of an apple. A faux apple. And so when people try to grab it, their hand would go right through the apple. I do think you should have done this during October. I did. I think it would have been a good Halloween I'm literally in costume. I think it's November. I was spooky for four weeks. I know. You really did great. Good job. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm fully on brand here. So so today we're going to talk about the thing that you and I love to do most on the first day we get to onto Disney property. Can you think of what that is? Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. Boom. We're talking about Earl of Sandwich. Good. Okay. They got a Thanksgiving sandwich. So, yes. So, Earl of Sandwich, for those of you that don't know, I'm so sorry. It's in Disney Springs. Okay? And... Here's the fun part. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do a Chris here. I'm gonna give you a little bit of background info. First of all, the Earl of Sandwich. So you're gonna do it right. Is an actual royal title. This is fantastic. I didn't know this. I know this. I know this. Gosh, of course you do. It's a noble title held by the House of Montague, typically associated with Sandwich Kent. Yes. You didn't know it. I'm seeing your face. You did not know that. (laughs) It was created in 1660. For the prominent naval commander, Admiral Sir Edward Montague. He was born, he was made Baron Montague and Viscount Hinchingbrook and Peerage of England. I'm sure I got none of that right. I'm I, so I, sorry. I do know that it's Viscount. <laughs> it's not Viscount? No. There's an S. I know, but that's silent. Well, I love the silent letters. I'm sure Viscount, I slaughtered yeah. way more than that. Yeah. Okay. okay. A member of the prominent Montague family, Lord Sandwich, was the son of Sir Sidney Montague, the youngest brother of Hen- Henry Montague, the first Earl of Manchester. Okay. As of 2017, the title is now held by the 11th Earl, John Edward Hollister Montague, who was born in 1943, and he succeeded on, as Lord in 1995. No kidding. Or as Earl in 1995. Okay. So, Lord Sandwich is one of the 90 elected hereditary peers that remain in the House of Lords after passing of the House of Lords Act in 1999. I got to tell you, I've read a lot of like murder mysteries and stuff, and the Lords and the Earls and the Viscounts and all that um, are constantly involved in that kind of seedy underbelly. And so I have been, you know, honestly, I thought the House of Lords was total fiction. So take a moment to apologize to the House of Lords and all of the Earls and the Viscounts and the Viscounts <laughs> because I thought you were just some kind of a plot in my novels. Okay, so I'm going to read to you. Um, this is from the Earl of Sandwich website. So this is how this all came to be. How the sandwich came to be. Okay, the history of the actual sandwich. Poker. Legend has it that in 1762, John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich, invented the sandwich. He was playing cards and did not want to leave the gaming table to eat. I know, this is, you're so excited about this. He asked for a serving of roast beef to be placed between two slices of bread so he could eat with his hands. As the story goes, others in Montague's circle began ordering the same as sandwich. Thus giving rise to the name and the item that we all love today. Beautiful. Um, Americans eat about 300 million sandwiches a day. I am responsible for a large number of those. 
I like a sandwich. So anyway, so that's the background. Okay, so let's move over to the restaurant. The restaurant. Okay. So the restaurant is the brainchild of Orlando Montague, which, I mean, perfect name, right? Yeah, it's a great name. Who is the younger son of the 11th Earl of Sandwich. He's so a direct descendant. So literally a member of the, oh, yes. of the family. No, this is a real thing. He's a direct descendant. Um, the first restaurant opened on March 19th, 2004, located in Disney Springs, which was then downtown Disney or the late Buena Vista area. Yeah. They now have 35 locations, one in Canada, one in France at Disneyland Paris. Oh. We will totally go there. Two in the Philippines. Wow. Isn't that fun? And 31 in the U.S. I've been to the one in Las Vegas. Yeah, I've been there too. But I, I get so excited anytime I'm anywhere near an Earl of Sandwich I and I, I go. Okay, so Earl of Sandwich has several staples on their menu, right? The club, the original, the BLT, ham and Swiss, French dip, right? All those staples. But they actually regularly add to their menu for seasonal offerings and fun side items. So like you mentioned, they've got the Thanksgiving sandwich, yeah. which is out, right? So my favorite is the Caprice uh, which is fresh mozzarella, Roma tomatoes, basil, and balsamic. It's so simple, but it is so freaking delicious. The Earl of Sandwich will be so disappointed. There's not one ounce of Beef. protein on there. Hello, mozzarella. Well, that is what we're talking about. Um, you get the original 1762, right? I do, and it is glorious. So that's roast beef, cheddar, and horseradish. Yeah, buddy. You get it every time. Every time. I thought I remembered you dipping. Do you do you dip with that as well? Uh-uh. There's no that's French dip is separate. Yep. I used to get something that came with like a cranberry relish on it, and it had stuffing on it. That's their their, their that Thanksgiving sandwich is there. I think all the time, although it may only be there because I'm I'm there a lot around right. Thanksgiving. But it it feels like it's there a lot. Right now they have a Chipotle Hawaiian chicken uh-huh. that's new on the menu. And so they're really pimping that out. Uh, but anyway, so they do have the holiday turkey, which is turkey, cornbread stuffing, gravy, cranberry sauce, and mayo. Yeah. Gravy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Who doesn't so, want some gravy on their So this sandwich? is interesting. So I kept looking up, tried to find on their website, like, how do they describe their bread? How would you describe it? Man, it is, it's interesting. Yes. It's, I, I would describe it as your own little sandwich size loaf of bread. It is very loafy, right? So in my mind, it loafy. somehow <laughs> loafy. It somehow tastes both toasted and steamed. Hmm. Yeah. Right? It's got the crunch, yeah. but then it's also got the steamy it's, kind it, of but gooey. But it's not hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I know. It's brilliant is what it is. It truly is unique. I mean, you think there's, we pass a thousand different sub-restaurants just driving down the road. Um, but, but, none but if there was an Earl it. of Sandwich within 30 minutes of here, I would drive to the, I would drive past every other restaurant and go to the Earl of Sandwich. For sure. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And my sandwich intake would somehow increase. <laughs> they also have wraps, although they don't have a veggie wrap, which is interesting because they do have a veggie sandwich, mm. um, separate from the Caprese. They have salads, soups, desserts, cookies and brownies, which I highly recommend. They have a great brookie. Um, pizza <laughs> bread, which kind of looks like French bread pizza. You know, like Stouffer's French bread pizza. Um, mac and cheese, wings. 
I had no idea. I know. And wedges, which are basically like French fry type wedges. Oh, okay. Like a, oh, big, that's a big chunky wedge. Yeah. Uh, lots of beverage offerings. They have frozen lemonade, hot chocolate, hot tea, fountain drinks, and a new offering, Rosé. Now, I got oh. this the last time we went there, right? Oh, I think for some reason you had already eaten or you went somewhere else. I was eating alone. That's right. Why was that? I don't remember. Either you had already eaten or you joined me late or something, but you yeah. got there and you were saving the table. Yes, I was. Why was that? I, I don't, don't remember. remember that at all. I maybe I, 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 think- I, might, I might have been saving myself for Art Smith or something. I don't know. Whatever it was, I feel like maybe you made a bad decision that day. <laughs> a decision to not eat an Earl's sandwich is, in it's fact, a bad, a bad decision. decision. Yes. Um, but so the Frosé was great. They also offer beer and wine. Um, they recently added breakfast sandwiches, burritos, and muffins. Oh, man. Right? And it's hot breakfast sandwiches. So instead of the the long, like, subtype roll, the breakfast mm-hmm. sandwiches are a circular bun, oh. but the bread looks exactly the same. Like, the, it looks both toasted and steamed. I can't explain it any other way. Yeah, I love that bread so much. It's really good. And they and they wrap it up in that tight little bundle. I tell you what, if they gave me just, just give me just a loaf of that bread I know. with um, a cup of that uh, broccoli cheese soup, I would just dip... All day and be so happy. I would be so happy. I know. That that would be a nice. I wonder if they do that. Just give you some soup. And, just give me some soup and some of your and, bread. And, and just some of the bread. What an odd ask. Um, people on TripAdvisor say that this is possibly the best sandwich ever. So, I mean, they've won several TripAdvisor awards for it, people in the Orlando area. Rightly so. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Everybody loves Earl of Sandwich. Um, so, a few pro tips. First, the place is popular. Mm. It is hugely popular at Disney Springs. They are basically printing money. Yep. Um, you will wait in a line. You will wait for your food. It will be amazing. Yep. All of the above. Oh, their tomato soup is really amazing. Tomato too. soup is fantastic. A lot of people say get the caprese with the tomato soup. It's so good. Yeah, but but it's a lot of tomato. I go caprese, broccoli cheddar. Sure. They also have their own brand of potato chips, which are fantastic. Uh, go during non-traditional hours. If you don't want to wait or search for a table. Yeah. Um, and try some sides other than chips. Like you've mentioned, their soups are great. Yep. The desserts are fantastic. They usually have a pasta salad and some fruit options. Lots of sides to pick from. So branch out yep. or, you know, split. Or share. just find what you love and have it over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> I always tell myself I'm going to get the, the Thanksgiving sandwich. I don't. You don't because you're going to get the original. Gosh, it's so good. I'm going to get the Caprese and I'm going to get chips, even though I just told all of y'all to try their other sides. But they do have really great chips. Rocky cheese soup's great. Rookie is good. Rosé, Rosé, Rosé. It's a it's, it's wonderful place to eat. I know. I'm so glad I did Earl's sandwich. I'm glad you did Earl's sandwich, too, <laughs> except now I want Earl's sandwich. I know. I'm hungry right now. I'm hungry right now. Okay, so that's the show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, do us a favor. Run out to iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It helps us so much. I can't tell you what it does for our ability to find new listeners. Absolutely. And same thing on YouTube, right? 66% of the folks that watch us on YouTube are not subscribed. So subscribe there. It also helps us find new listeners. Um, And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super, C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. Speaking of YouTube, we got a video out there of us making some cheddar cheese drop biscuits that were great. Yep. 
Keep an eye out for everything else we're going to put out there. Join us at the other socials, uh, Instagram and Twitter, at SCFADP. The more the merrier. Help us make some new friends out there. Um, and Yes, we would love to hear from you. And with that, we hope to see, see you, you real soon. soon.